Hello and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline Podcast. My name's Kaylee and I'm joined by Michael. Hello. Uh, so we've taken a look at the missing 411 before on this podcast and to give you a brief description of what it is, it essentially bubbles down to people going missing in kind of clusters in certain areas. So they're all going missing in like similar spots all over the US and other places too. And the circumstances are usually weird. Most of the cases, it's literally like they just disappear off the face of the earth. It's literally like they just got sucked into a void and they just, nothing of them was left. Not a shoe or there's anything. A few times, there's a few times in my life where I've done or said something and wished that had happened to me. Yeah, sometimes I wish that would happen to you. <laughs> but like, to be honest, we wouldn't know anything about the missing 411 or no one would know anything about it if it wasn't for uh, David Politis. Uh, he's the man who brought it like all to light. And he's a former cop who works full time investigating the missing 411 now. Um, he's written a few books on it and the books are really, really good, but we've covered this topic before in a former episode, um, a bit more thoroughly and we went through all the typical cases that you would see. But this week I wanted to take a look at one case in particular in relation to the missing four and one, except in this case, nobody actually goes missing. Um, this case more so tells, tells us like what might be causing the disappearances. So Michael, have you ever heard of the Sierra sounds before? No, I know Sierra games. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Sierra Sounds, like it's known by a few different names. So it's the Sierra Sounds, the Moorhead Audio, and sometimes it's known as the Samurai Sounds. But I'll get to the Samurai part in a bit, because that is actually pretty interesting. I thought it Wait, was funny. Is it, like, is it like a sound as in a geographical thing, or a sound as in like a noise? It's an audio recording. Oh, okay, no, I haven't heard of it. The Sierra Sounds, so it's not just one sound, it's like sounds, plural. Is it like the brown note? No, it's nothing like the brown note. I, I remember, like, for years, me and my friends, because of South Park, thinking that you could make the brown note with the tin whistle. <laughs> like, we were only, like, 10 or 11 or something, so we just kept trying. There's only, like, maybe six notes on the tin whistle. Yeah, but we thought it was, like, a cheat code. Like, if you hold down certain holes and then, like, it was weird. <laughs> we had, like, an entire notebook. I'd like to point out, though, I'm asthmatic, so I nearly passed out. So anyway, back in 1971... Uh, a skeptical reporter called Al Berry and his friend Ron Moorhead, they went camping somewhere in between Lake Tahoe and the Osmond National... Sorry. Is that how you pronounce that word? Yosemite? 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 Anyway, back in 1971, uh, a skeptical reporter <laughs> called Al Berry and his friend Ron Moorhead went camping somewhere in between Lake Tahoe and... Say that again for me, Yosemite? Michael. Yosemite? Yosemite? Is that really... Do you, know the, do you know the little guy with the guns in Looney Tunes? Yeah. What's his name? I have no idea. Yosemite Sam. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> is that actually how you pronounce that word? I never would have gone Yeah. So, so between Lake Tahoe and Yosemite... you taking the piss out of me. Is that actually how it's said? I'm, I'm genuinely... Ask Riley. Yosemite. <laughs> how do you pronounce that word? Riley said Yosemite. <laughs> it's Yosemite. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> so between Lake Tahoe and that place... Uh, <laughs> I can't say it. I'm so paranoid I'm wrong now. I know, Why right? You do I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Uh, he won't reveal the actual location of the campsite because he believes it's the closest thing to heaven on Earth and wants to keep it, like, tourist-free, which is fair Bastard. enough. <laughs> I think that's totally fair. If he told anyone where it would be, the whole place would be flooded. Um, but we know the general location, but a lot of people have gone missing in that particular location who just shouldn't have. Like, very experienced climbers have gone missing on, like, really simple walks. Like, the kind of walks you just take for, you know, like, a, a stroll on an evening. And they've mm. just gone missing on them. And nothing has ever found of them. 
And dogs, like when they bring dogs in to find them, they'll find the scent up to where they were like pretty much last seen or where they were last expected to be. And then they just no scent of them afterwards. There's just not a trace of them. But Ron and his friends went camping up that way and it's out in the middle of nowhere. So you have to go up this trail. If you don't know where the camp is, like it's nearly impossible to get there. You have to go up the trail on horseback and the trail kind of changes every year. So the landscape slightly shifts every year in different directions. So you have to really know where it is geographically to be able to even find this place because it's almost impossible to get to when you were saying how difficult it was got like to get to the spot i was just thinking there's no campsite worth that and then i was just thinking we're going to be canoeing to a campsite yeah that's true well this one actually <laughs> looks worth it i've seen pictures of it it absolutely looks stunning because there you have like this viewing point over a ridge and they they're hunters as well so they go up there looking for the the game up there and they, they constantly get loads of deer and stuff up there. So it's like the perfect spot for them. While they were outside enjoying their camp, they heard something approaching the camp from a ridge above, wrapping on wood and rocks as it was approaching the camp. So it's like throwing stuff at them and making lots of banging noises. Um, and Ron and his crew ran into their makeshift bear-proof cabin. So there's lots of bears <laughs> up in that area. And I say sorry, cabin, it, right? But it wasn't I really a cabin. Yeah, I can't think of anything that's bear-proof and makeshift. Yeah, it's very... Like, it wasn't like they made cut wood. What they did was they just like literally got logs and jammed them into tree holes and stuff so that they could make, like, this small little place that they could run into if a bear ever came into their camp. But, like, literally to get into it, you have to move a log. <laughs> it's bear more bear-proof than a tent would be, but not exactly bear-proof. <laughs> Yeah, that's like someone telling me, yeah, this tent is bear-proof. Until a bear attacks it and it, it survives, yeah. I, I refuse to believe it. <laughs> they had that just in case, because they were prepared. There was hunters as well, so like they never slept without a gun by their side, you know? When the creatures were near enough to the camp, they could hear two separate voices in the dark calling out to them. And it wasn't the first time it had ever happened to Ron and his crew, so Ron actually brought a recorder with him to try and record the noises. But they weren't human, or at least, like... Nothing like anything human you'd ever hear. But they never saw any figures. They couldn't see anything that kind of attached to the voices. I'm going to play some of the recording now, but in the recording you can hear the guys from the camp repeating what the creatures are saying to them. Because it started with just like hooping and hollering noises. So they were just kind of like making like almost like monkey noises, you know, like hoo <laughs> And then it kind of like gradually gets weirder and weirder. So it sounds like they're actually talking. I feel like that would terrify me. Was, like someone in the woods speaking to me. Yeah.
Like that sounds like a person, Doesn't but it? like distorted. Yeah, that's the sounds that sound. People say it sounds like an old samurai movie. It does. You know it what I mean? Really does. What do you think of that? Yeah, that was really cool. Isn't it? I was thinking though, if I heard those noises and that fucked up voice in the woods, I wouldn't be shouting back, but then I remembered they have guns. They have a lot of guns. <laughs> yeah, I would have no problem fucking screaming back a Bigfoot with a gun. <laughs> or even like a knife, put the fear of God to him. Yeah, literally, like these guys never, they never, never put out their guns. So if it was somebody like pulling a prank, what, what a fucking stupid person to pull it on for starters. But there's a few notes in the audio there that are kind of weird. But if you listen to it, it sounds like it's saying, oh my God. So take a listen to it. Bigfoots have God. Like it sounds like it's taking a really hard shit and it's just like, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> it does sound super weird. Take a listen to this clip as well. Um, this one, it sounds like it's saying, what the fuck? I'm loving these. These, This is cool. Don't go fuck. Don't go fuck. <laughs> it sounded like it was saying it in like an episode of Jackass or something. What the fuck? It's like, but the thing is, right? If Say if you were to see a creature out in the woods and it scared you, what would you be saying? You'd be saying, oh my God, and what the fuck? And the way it's said in these as well is it, well, the way it's like replicating them is saying it like somebody who's scared. It's like, oh my god, or what the fuck? It says it really quickly, you know? Yeah, but like I have read loads of stories like that where like Bigfoots, and even I think like sh there's been a few shows on like Discovery and stuff when they stopped doing actual science, yeah. where they're like, um, they can mimic things and that's how they lure people away yeah it's why so many children go missing because like if a child is with their parent and then the parent goes off and is like wait here and then the child hears the parent go here here like yeah they're gonna go over to yeah it. exactly or even if the parent because parents are always calling names of their kids you know it's like that mm. one i told you in the previous episode uh the missing foreign one that we did where it was some kid who said that it was his auntie who was up there in the mountains with him remember 
Yeah, because like in, in if cave. it's mimicry, that makes sense. Yeah, if it was mimicry of her voice, because he kept calling it like his other. No, it was his granny, wasn't it? It was his other granny, is what was calling it. Yeah, and he just kept saying the other granny up in the mountains. So you know, if it could mimic her voice or something, he would just assume that's the other granny. You know, um, and as well as that, like these guys didn't just hear voices; they heard noises too, creepy noises. Like the noises at the start are the kind of things you uh, you'd sorry, expect. Are the kind of things you'd hear in the zoo. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like I said, some of the noises they sound so weird. It sounds like it's saying "what the fuck," like it's imitating people. But they make other noises too. The guys in the camp, like they heard what was what they described as no. They said they heard a car door closing, like, like the shutting. You know, like I in know a dark exactly. car like door. Everyone knows that noise. Yeah, it's yeah. such a distinct noise. And they said that they heard it in the camp. And then sometimes they said they would hear something approaching from the woods, so they would run into the bear cabin, and they would hear the place getting trashed. They would hear pots and pans getting smashed, their tents being ripped to pieces. And then the, the noises would stop, they'd come outside, and nothing would be touched. It just sounded like it was being ripped to pieces. This was very, very loud as well. Like the, the uh, like an audio expert has studied this, said it's not human vocals. It's something that's bigger than humans to be able to make that kind of sound. Depth, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like the bass to it. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. It would need to be something big to make that noise. But like, even the way, like, if you're in the woods, sound doesn't carry fantastically. Like, no, it, it doesn't. Like, so whatever it is is big and if it's that loud it, it probably has a fucking big mouth um it's so strange it's so strange how so many things point to bigfoot <laughs> you know what i mean do you think he'd be able to like mimic sounds because i've heard stories before of people um hearing trees crashing around them when they're in the woods and they've had to like run out because loads of trees just keep crashing around them so you think it's just something that's mimicking the sounds of trees falling? Yeah, like to be fair, if you want to chase someone out, the noise you're going to make is the noise of people leaving. So like a car door, like, oh, everyone's leaving, better go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the car door one was more of an intimidation thing because they were nowhere near a road. They were like... Yeah, like they had to get up there on a fucking horse. Yeah, exactly. They were up on a mountain somewhere. There was no roads nearby. I think he said it was something like eight miles to the nearest road or something like that. I have a question. All right. Let's say that like we go camping in America that happens it turns out it's bigfoot and we shoot him <laughs> what do you do then i don't think you're allowed to shoot bigfoot i do think he's actually protected <laughs> in some good, like states in america I think he actually is and that's a good idea because a it's gonna stop people from shooting other people thinking they're bigfoot <laughs> and b it's gonna stop actual bigfoot from get, getting shot the i i couldn't i couldn't stop hearing the samurai noises yeah once i heard that because that made me laugh when i heard it referred to as the, <laughs> the samurai audio <laughs> i understand it was the 70s and they didn't have that much portable equipment if that noise was captured on video i'd believe it a lot more because you'd be able to see that there's nothing there like no equipment or anything yeah it was he only had an audio recorder with him um besides they were in that like cabin thing anyway so they couldn't really see much themselves why would you bring an audio, audio recorder camping? He brought it with him camping because they had heard noises before. But the strange sounds aren't the only thing they found in that camp. Uh, the guys have been traveling up there for years and they've been seeing, like, they've seen a few things in the camp as well. So they've seen orbs of lights in the trees at night sometimes. Uh, one of the guys went to the camp with his wife and while they were there eating dinner, they saw an elongated orb floating through the trees. Like, it was, like, long. And he said it kind of slithered through the trees. He said the only way you can describe it is kind of like a lightsaber. Um, and it just went and disappeared off into the woods. I was thinking of like 
an eel that drinks some like glow in the dark stuff <laughs> yeah but like these guys even when they went camping they didn't bring any alcohol there was no alcohol allowed on the camp because they had the guns and stuff with them so they didn't want anything to do with that so they didn't even have That's alcohol really, you know yeah. Yeah, they didn't have alcohol, but what did they have? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that actually adds a lot of cre- like credit to the sounds because faking a Bigfoot is definitely the kind of idea you have when you're drunk. Yeah. And if these guys are like sober and responsible enough not to want to get drunk while camping... <laughs> Plus, they don't want any clearly- attention to the camp. They've said before they don't want people in the area because they don't want... Like they, their camp got found after this because they came forward and said that they were up there or whatever. So somebody went and found their camp and reported it. You know, they didn't want the attention. They didn't want people in that area. There's so much weird shit that goes around the Yosemite area. Yeah. There is loads of reports of orbs and everything in that area. Yeah, there's just the strangest things go on. I mean, there's all those people going missing there. Like, experienced people. Like, with lockdown and everything, everyone's dying to go out and be outside. Yeah. And there's been a massive rise in, like, camping and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want to know if that makes, it like, a massive... Difference. Yeah, I want to know if there's suddenly a lot more reporting. Now, I know there's going to be, like, a big... uh, Not even a big bump. There's going to be a bump because there's going to be people out in the wild who've never been out there before. Yeah. And, like, you heard a fox. (laughs) Like, imagine someone who doesn't know what a fox sounds like. Hearing that in the middle of the woods. Yeah, there was a fox outside my window and it was um, screaming. It sounds like the Banshee. It just sounds like bloody murder. And uh, (laughs) if you didn't know what it was, yeah, it would probably scare you, all right? But foxes can't say, what the fuck? No, they can't say what the fuck or oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So like there is going to be a bit of a bump once everywhere is like opened like a bit more normality. Yeah. But then there's going to be like proper stuff that hopefully will come out as well. Yeah. Because everyone nowadays has fucking camera phones and if everyone's going camping and they all have cameras on them, surely if something's out there you're going to see it. I hope so. I hope it's just seen and not people going missing. The key thing here is to stay in groups, people. <laughs> Unless you're a child, then if you have a kid and you're bringing them on a walk, make sure you get one of those leash thingies on them. You know the ones? You know those <laughs> Sorry, child just, leashes? I know, but I was just thinking, it's like, so Bigfoot can eat your child and floss. Do you remember that story I was telling in the last episode where um, a hairy arm reached in and grabbed a child <laughs> yeah, out of a tent? Couldn't do that if I had a leash. Although, no, that would probably... If I had a leash on you, you could pull it back. No, because it'd be like a horror movie. Have a tug of war like with your child and Bigfoot. Start reeling in the fucking leash and then suddenly it just frayed off at the end. So yeah, what do you think? Do you think alien? Do you think Bigfoot? Do you think the Bigfoots are in cahoots with the aliens? Do you think it's samurai societies living off in the woods? Secret samurai? Yeah. I really hope it's Bigfoot. I want Bigfoot to be real, but I also like, I kind of want Bigfoot to be real so we can shave him and see what a shaved Bigfoot <laughs> looks like. Do you know what he was talking about the lights floating by and everything? Yeah. Sorry, my cat made a really weird noise. Um, did, he, did your cat go, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. No, like if you, if you have a fire in the woods, right? Right. Like the wind's gonna blow, it's gonna blow like sparks into the sky. Did they say how big the things were? Oh my god, these were experienced campers. These were like, they described them as like orbs of light. They came down from the sky. It wasn't like sparks from a fire. I like that you're like giving me shit for being skeptical here, but I saw a shoot Come on, man. and you still don't believe me. No one else saw it. It was on the news. I think that's everything I have for this week, but the Missing 401 is kind of an ongoing thing. We have the Patreon again if anybody wants to try and support us. Uh, thank you to Deborah, who is our most recent Patreon. Uh, yeah, if you guys have anything that you want to message us about, you can email us at paranormalhotlinepodcast.gmail.com. So thanks for joining us. Thank bye. you. Bye.